for the July 25th, 2014 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review. A cheerfully negative recap of the last 168 hours of history. This is KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, broadcasting from the University of California at Irvine. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. Yeah, and there's our little doggy. Hey, guy. Hey, wow. big guy. He is green. Why is he green? Because, well, you know, he looks at you as an interloper. Does he? Yeah, Mahler and I have this kind of friendship. You have a friendship. And I and yes. you come in here every Friday. I just waltz in here. Waltz right in here. And it, and it pisses Mahler off. <laughs> yeah. I don't blame you, Mahler. Would you like to bite Mike? Huh? <laughs> well, kind of, huh? <laughs> And well, you know, Mike, what do I, okay, just to back this up, a new study suggested dogs exhibit jealous behaviors. I mean, real, honest-to-goodness jealousy. The first experimental test of jealousy in dogs supports the view that, yeah, supports the view that there may be more, a more basic form of jealousy, which evolved to protect social bomb, bonds. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, from interlopers. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Like you. Yes. Many people have assumed that jealousy is a social construction. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. A romantic notion that we pick up because of our culture. Yeah. Uh, or but a construction of human beings just because the way we're wired. Uh-huh. Or that it's emotionally specifically tied to sexual and romantic relationships. Okay. You know. All sounds fairly plausible. Yeah. Tell me more. But, but this, that's, this study yes. challenges these ideas showing that animals besides humans, that would be you and me. Mm-hmm. This, no, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be you and me. Well, we would be the humans. Animals besides humans might be you and me, too. I'm not sure. Okay. We d- uh, they display strong distress whenever a rival usurps a loved one's affection. <laughs> so that's the I way. I had no idea that's that that was the dynamic in play here, but okay. Yeah, All right. Be. I don't know. Be. It, I, I mean, know. you know, I mean, a Mahler is a very emotional uh, right. creature, so I understand how that could happen. Right, Mahler? Well, well he's going out to, to buy me some chocolates right now, so... I yeah. need some flowers, too, Mahler. <laughs> the Israeli army, or military, shot and killed two Palestinian men and wounded scores of others in the West Bank as residents rallied in support of Hamas. Okay. The demonstration there erupted only hours after a school being used as a U.N. shelter in Gaza was hit, killing 16 people and wounding a couple hundred more, most of them women and children. The latest attacks in Gaza come after Israel rejected a U.N. request for a brief humanitarian pause. Mm -hmm. The last three days, Palestinian children have been killed at a rate of one per hour. God. Israel's recent targets have included an apartment building where 19 children from one family were killed. Oh, my God. Mosques, a hospital, and Gaza's sole power plant. Is have been wiped, have been knocked as, out of commission. Yeah. I as the bombing of Gaza continues, the UN Human Rights Council has voted to investigate Israel for potential war crimes. The vote was 29 to 1 to do the investigation with 17 abstentions. Who do you think cast the one no vote? Well, I would imagine it would be the US of A. That's right. That's right. Yeah. No investigations here. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, an inve- maybe an investigation into a. A uh, situation where the country is essentially surrounded by a major military power, unable to really do much except um, when when uh, this major military power decides to as- assert its its military dominance. And it can't do anything. 
There's well, we nothing... want to be sure we have friends when we're convicted of war crimes. Oh, there or, you go. Yeah. Israel, yeah. Uh, in Iraq? Want to yeah. move over there? At yes. least 60 people died in an attack north of Baghdad. 60 people. Suicide bombers attacked a bus transferring prisoners from the main prison in Intaji. The victims included about 50 prisoners. Wow. So, so things are not getting better no. in Iraq. And uh, you know that actually has kind of disappeared from the from the front pages anyway. What's going on in Iraq? It yeah. does, I don't know. I haven't heard if the um, ISIS has made any more inroads into getting closer to Baghdad. The Islamic State. Yeah, yeah. Islamic State. Yeah. yeah, formerly known as. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't. I, I think it's kind of where it was. Yeah. They they uh, yeah they got to people a out point. of Crete right yeah yeah, yeah. they got to a certain point hold. within they were within you know I don't, fifty miles of Baghdad something like that and yeah and a lot of the, from that point forward there are a lot of Shias or Shiites so it does make it increasingly more difficult for them to gain a toehold uh-huh. in that part of the world but they have uh, yeah bordered off their country and and I and if I'm not mistaken they had taken control of the largest or second largest uh, oil refinery in the country so that uh-huh. does give them access i don't know if anyone's paying them money for oil but it get, gives them access to oil i don't know exactly yep there you go at least 42 people were killed in two bombings in northern nigeria the attacks hit the city of kaduna in apparent assassination attempts on two leading figures who had been critical of the islamist militant group boko haram mm. both targets survived the attack okay 42 people dead not the ones they were aiming at. Well, this is not good targeting. No, no. Meanwhile, more than 15,000 people have fled their homes in northeastern Nigeria since an attack last week that left at least 21 people dead. Nigerian security forces are struggling to contain a five-year insurgency by the uh, militant group Boko Haram, mm-hmm. which means Western education is a sin, in case you didn't know that. Yeah, loosely translated, yeah. yeah. Well... Well, it, I mean, it's, yes, it is that. Yeah, yes. it does, I'll, it I does mean, I'm not mean that. It, it, yeah. Yeah. It's, some, it's basically, yeah. And the banner of the group, which is the, uh, fighting to impose Islamic law on Africa's top oil producer. Yeah. You know, that's what's going on. Yeah. We're talking oil here more yeah. than anything else. Yeah. That was hoisted in uh, Damboa after the attack there. So they have their flag up. It's our flag. Well, it won't be long. I've said this before. It won't be long before the U.S. military has a significant military presence in this in these kinds of situations in Africa. Yeah. We are gearing up. Especially where there's oil. Especially where there's oil. Only where there's oil, really. Yeah. Syria. 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 Yeah. Syria there you go. Has reportedly seen the deadliest 48-hour period in its three-year civil war. More than 700 people were killed last week on Thursday and Friday. God. More than those killed in the chemical attack in Gotha, Nearly one year ago, the overall death toll since March 2011 is at 170,000 in Syria, more than one third of that civilians. More than 2.8 million people have been displaced. Yeah. I mean, we say every week, it seems, there's tremendous amount of of, uh, internal pressure in these countries like Syria and Lebanon and Jordan that are not currently, I mean, Lebanon and Jordan are not currently in a war. But there's so many people that have been displaced that are there now putting tremendous pressure on their infrastructure. It is a very, very serious situation. Lots of bombing and stuff going on. Yeah, a lot. You're right. A lot of, yeah. Kiev said two of its fighter jets were shot down over the rebel-held territory in eastern Ukraine 
That was on Wednesday, and the missiles that brought them down might have been fired from Russia. The spokesman for Ukraine's military operations said the planes were shot down near Severa Mugtila, not far from where a Malaysian airliner was brought down last week, killing all 298 passengers. Wow. Meanwhile, pro-Russian rebels handed over flight data recorders removed from the crash site of that airliner. U.S. intelligence believes the plane was most likely shot down accidentally. In fact, I one time had heard a, not heard of the tape, but read a transcript for the tape, which pretty much pointed to this was a big mistake on their part, and they realized it as soon as it was going down. But the but they are the ones who fired the missile. We've established yeah. that they're yeah. the ones they intended to hit a military transport yeah. plane. That's what they thought. I assume that's what they thought it was. Yep. Um, and that's why. God, I mean, is it me? Does it just seem like there's a lot of very bad, potentially very bad situations right now in the world with the Middle East and Ukraine? I, it, these are not things that are going to end well if somebody doesn't, the adults don't step up to the table. You know? And the chief feel- doctor. The G- chief doctor. I agree. Well, you yeah, want me I to mean, agree with you? No, you I'm just saying. Amen? No, no. Is that what it is? no. Not even an amen. I'm just. Does it feel like these are situations that aren't just your normal run-of-the-mill, nasty things that are going on in the world? These feel like something that could spiral out of control pretty easily. I can't say, Mike. I just report the news. All right. The chief doctor who has been leading the fight against Ebola virus in Sierra Leone has contracted the disease himself. Sheikh Umar Khan was credited with treating more than 100 victims of the virus in West Africa during the deadliest Ebola outbreak ever recorded. He is now being treated by the medical humanitarian organization Doctors Without Borders in a facility in Sierra Leone. Organization spokesman said that uh, they could not disclose Khan's condition, citing patient-doctor confidentiality. More than 1,000 cases and 660 deaths in West Africa have been reported to date, according to the World Health Organization. This is, this yeah, is a serious disease. Here. Yeah. It just kind of dissolves your inside. Yeah. You just yeah. pretty much excrete your organs. Yeah, they say it liquefies your organs, yeah. essentially. And and this is the largest outbreak that, that has been yeah. seen in uh-huh. years and years. And it's... Ah. Ah, former Panamanian ruler Manuel Noriega, who has been imprisoned in three countries on drug trafficking and murder charges, filed suit against the makers of the video game Call of Duty Black Ops 2 for depicting him as a kidnapper, murderer, and enemy of the state. Wow. Yeah. That's an interesting lawsuit. Well, it is an interesting law. Does someone, does he have rights to it? Can he assert his right uh, to copyright? Or some sort of compensation. Yeah, I think that he's not. Maybe he's not claiming that he isn't those things. Yeah, this isn't defamation of character. This is like, uh, well, he, he owns that. He right. wants. Well, what's the lawsuit he's most likely to win? Yeah, he's a convicted <laughs> murderer, kidnapper, whatever all that stuff yeah. is. So the chances of him winning that lawsuit don't yeah. seem very good. They but his he image, could, he could at least assert, "I am who I am." And by yeah. the way, you're using my image to make yeah. money. If you're gonna, and, yeah. if you're gonna make a a uh, video game of a kidnapper, murderer, and enemy of the state, <laughs> then you need to pay them royalties. So, yeah. now, I, we know we spent time, I don't know if you know this, and I shouldn't ask, I guess, but I wonder where else he's been. So he's been held in the United States for many years. He was. I wonder where he went after that. Australia repeated its two-year-old tax on heavy carbon, well, on heavy carbon dioxide. Mm-hmm. Let's try that again. Okay. Australia repealed its two-year-old tax on heavy carbon dioxide emitters during the first developed nation 
uh, becoming the first developed nation to reverse such legislation. You got that? Yeah. I do. Reverse that. Yeah, Australia. And, not good. Uh, yeah. Prime Minister Back. Jackass Tony Abbott yes. said a useless, destructive tax is finally gone. I don't know. I mean, you know, there, there are other ways to do this, but I, I think at least it brought awareness of yeah. what was going on. And they've been suffering through some of the worst yeah. weather uh, ever in Australia. They, well, a couple of years ago, basically a lot of the country was on fire. Yeah. yeah. It's truly, it was staggering to see how much actual was going on there but a three-year-old filipina girl awoke at her own funeral no oh, okay. that was wild they have footage of this <laughs> everybody is like mourning this girl and she starts moving and gets up out of her coffin yeah it's crazy oh my god so what yeah. did they th uh, well what well, did they, think they didn't her? have a wake apparently yeah. Yeah, apparently they didn't that's amazing and a water mite discovered in puerto rico's mona passage a water mite water mite gotcha a water mite might. Oh. I'm looking at your face. I'm thinking a water might. Well, there you go. A water might discovered in Puerto Rico was named La Taracna Lopez in honor of Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> so Jennifer Lopez has her own water might. And I've been thinking, I'd like to have my own water might. I wanted a storm drain for I was going to say, I and, just going to say that. And nobody I know you, gave me a storm yeah. drain. You know, I would take any storm and drain. And you even though. had a very specific one. You had one picked out, I thought. Even. Well, I, in, in some, somewhere Nearby your, around your, the, yeah, the canyon yeah, areas yeah, yeah. up above El Toro. Yeah. The marine never, base there. Yeah. I'd just like to have a, uh, it just a seems storm to, drain. It just seems to me like, Nathan, you knew people that might have been able to get that yeah. done and never. And they yeah. didn't take it seriously. You know, people get streets named there after after yeah. Malta. Remember Mike Ward? He yeah. was like a mayor or something here in Irvine. Big doofus, Mike yeah, Ward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a park named after yeah, him. I know. I'm asking for a storm drain. Yeah. They could stencil my name on it. I'd be happy. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. And again, a water might might be too much to ask for. I would I would prefer a storm drain to be honest with you. Really? Yeah, I would. Yeah. I think it's it's it. He speaks concrete. to your, your civic. Yeah. You know, a sense of civic pride that you have uh -huh. had over the years. And for all you've done for the city of Irvine, I think that would be more than appropriate. And also my position in the community. Yes. Yeah. You would be thought of as a pillar of the community. A storm that. drain of the community. <laughs> well, that too. Yeah. Yeah. I was used to uh, move the crap along. You were. Yeah. You were. <laughs> Do you have any other uh, international things, Mike? Uh, you know, you do such a fine job of covering the world. I don't think so. Yeah? No. Really? I'll just, I'll stick with that story. Ah, <coughs> oh, jeez. Oh, here he comes. You got my chocolate smaller? Come here, boy. Come on. Ooh. That's a nice box. Flowers, too. Wow, mother. What a good, good boy. Good boy. I'm wow. not. I'm not. Wow. I'm not talking to him. If he that it's that this if that's is, the way he really feels great. about me, I don't this really. Is great. Okay. Great. Mmm. Mm -hmm. Would you like a chocolate, Mike? Uh, huh? yes, I love. Would you a like a chocolate? chocolate? Yeah, I would love a little yes. chocolate. Oh, oh, oh I, I no, I can't give him to you, Mike. <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, I know how you feel about me. Yeah. <sighs> now in secret stuff. Yeah. Stuff in the world that's secret. Okay. <laughs> The Obama administration expanded the national terrorist watch list system by approving broad guidelines over who can be targeted. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah. The guidebook says that to be deemed a terrorist target, in other words, somebody not a target of terrorists. Mm -hmm. This is the confusing part. Why would they call it a terrorist target in the story? I'm confused, I don't know. Yeah. A target of t uh, a, 
I, I, to be deemed someone who may be a targerist. Terrorist. Thank you. <laughs> not a targerist. Terrorist. Irrefutable evidence or concrete facts are not necessary. Both known and suspected suspects are tracked, and terrorism is so broadly defined that it includes people accused of damaging property belonging to the government or financial institutions. In other words, if you got a little bit excited at an Occupy Wall Street uh, event and, and I, maybe threw a rock at, at Bank of America. Or I urinated on their sign. Yeah, you, you could be followed by uh, or looked at by the watch list of, uh, of this be, administration. Yeah. Other factors that can justify inclusion include postings on social media. What? Yeah. So I, I don't know where they draw the line, but wow, but a posting on, say, Facebook. Right. Or having could, a relative could get you targeted. Yeah. Or, or having a relative already deemed a terrorist. Can, and you can just have you, you, wow. you have nothing to do with that relative. You might not even know the relative. This I, I have a cousin. I don't know where the hell she is. You know, yeah. they could be watch listing me uh, on, well, based on that. I, I'm not. And this is not a joke. I have a friend. Whose uncle. Was considered. A terrorist. He was wanted for a bombing in in uh, El Salvador. Really? And he was a good friend. His his so he uncle. Worked for the CIA. Is that what you're telling he me? He kind of did. Really? Yeah. Well, does that make it? That doesn't. He's not a terrorist if he worked for the CIA. Those are those are oh, patriots. Good yeah. patriots. Yeah. Those yeah. are those are the, the moral equivalent of the founding fathers. Don't forget that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ronald Reagan said that about the. Uh, Sandinista. No, it wasn't about no. the Sandinista. It was about Contras. the Contras, you yeah. know, that they were the moral equivalent of oh, the that. Why would it be the Sandinistas? What was I thinking? I don't, well, st- I yeah, was going Sandini- out there. Yeah, yeah. Was, we were close. I mean, we liked the Sandinistas, right? I, we didn't I'm, like the Contras. I was. Yeah, but Reagan was the other way around. Yeah. yeah. ACDC. <laughs> also, a new report by Human Rights Watch finds federal agents or their informants have played a direct role in almost every major domestic terrorism case since 9-11. In other words, they I know they, they actually brought these things to pass. Deputy Washington Director Andrew Praslow described the targeting of Muslim Americans in sting operations. If law enforcement has a reason to suspect that someone has a propensity toward violence, he said, has expressed an interest in engaging in violence or criminal activity, of course they should be invest should investigate and they should use all that lawful resources they have at their disposal but in some cases they were doing more than that they were expecting that people would be terrorists and doing everything they could to help them become terrorists right this is the CIA was doing this by the way and, and now, uh, I will tell people before I say the when I start here that you should read about this stuff. However, there is a very good documentary called Better This World about these two guys who went to the Republican convention in Minneapolis, whenever it was, a few conventions ago, and were basically facilitated, handled by the, an FBI agent who gave them all the material to set off a small bomb somewhere. Yeah. They, they destroyed some property. And th- the whole thing is documented on how the FBI made it completely easy basically talked them into doing this and um and they were of course arrested and put away forever all of the high profile domestic terrorism plots of the last decade with four exceptions were actually fbi sting operations plots conducted with the direct involvement of law enforcement in 
informants or agents, including plots that were proposed or led by informants. According to multiple studies, nearly 50% of more than 500 federal counterterrorism convictions resulted from informant-based cases. Almost 30% of those cases were sting operations in which the informant played an active role in the under underlying plot. And one, and one of the arguments that's given as to why this is happening is there is some serious amount of money going into this particular part of our, our government. And if they can't find anybody that's actually doing stuff, yeah. it doesn't seem that they can justify their, the, the amount of money that they get. But by facilitating some of these plots... It certainly helps raise their profile. Yeah, also in secret stuff, the CIA ran a secret jail in, on Polish soil, according to yeah. the European Court of Human Rights. Yeah. Uh, this uh, piling, piles pressure on Poland, one of Washington's closest allies, to break its long silence about the global program for detaining al-Qaeda suspects. We called it Extraordinary Rendition, and these were called black sites the CIA yeah. had set up all over. And the one in Poland seems to be the one that people keep coming back to as yeah. a major... Um, prison. Russia's Channel One told viewers that the entire Malaysian airliner shootdown incident was orchestrated by the CIA. Oh. That's what they're saying. Who's saying that? Yeah, Russia. Oh. They're Channel One. Oh, of course they are. And the FBI kept its investigation into alleged brutality in the Los Angeles County jails a secret from then Sheriff Lee Baca and his top commanders because agents thought they might try to obstruct the probe. Baca mm. would obstruct the probe according to FBI internal emails and confidential memos from the Los Angeles Times uh, investigation. Yeah. Explaining the need for secrecy, federal agents wrote that the sheriff's department had interfered with previous FBI in investigations. The agents described instances in which sheriff officials allegedly retaliated against an informant, denied agents access to a key source in jail, and prevented a federal task force from gaining access access to jail communications that's right now, yeah. didn't we just have a uh, a new cloud uh, that the federal government put together where we could share information remember last week that mm -hmm. was a story yeah. in, in secret stuff yeah i would i would hope that that included police departments too yeah i don't think it does it just gets all the federal agencies together yeah and th there's a specific case very briefly an fbi the fbi had cultivated an informant in the jail they'd given them a cell phone uh the Cheris found out about it, and they were going to punish him. Then they found out he was an FBI informant, and then they hid him from the FBI because they didn't want huh. that to be known. Yeah. And the FBI, for literally, they tried to tried to hide him. The FBI doesn't really take to that too well, so there there's a lot of federal investigations going on right now. Well, these are these are highly motivated secret guys. They are. Ah, uh, my goodness. Uh-oh. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, Molly. All this secret stuff gets him a going here. Get tough, Mahler. Get tough. Oh, That's boy. right. Get tough, little doggy. Thanks for the chocolates. Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. Or, thank you. I don't know how to talk to a dog. Well, I do. Yeah? Yeah. Stop doing that. That's what I say. Oh, well, but it never works. Yeah. So. That's right. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, on the web at KUCI.org. And now it's time for drones. Okay. In the news.
In Pakistan, a U.S. drone strike killed up to 15 people in the village of Datakel in in northern uh, <laughs> North Hollywood. No. Uh, no, North Dakota. No. North North Waziristan. North Waziristan. How many times I never heard of North Waziristan <laughs> yeah. until I heard of drones. Yes. That's right. It was the third U.S. strike in the region in less than two weeks. The New York Times, citing local residents and an anonymous official, said the dead were militants. Of course they were. Yeah. They were of a certain age. Well, I mean, they may have been. Let me yeah. say that. But chances are they were their of a Their definition of militants yeah. is as loose as their definition of terrorists. Yeah. Also, President Barack Obama is planning to issue an executive order to develop privacy guidelines for commercial drones operating in U.S. airspace. The order would put the National Telecommunications and Information Administration, an arm of the Commerce Department, in charge of developing the guidelines. The NTIA, the National Telecommunications and Information Administration, would bring together companies and consumer groups to hammer out a series of voluntary voluntary best practices for unmanned, well, for drones. For drones. Yeah. The FAA, which is working on a formal set of rules to allow commercial drones to operate in U.S. skies, has been criticized for not tackling issues around what kind of images and data drones can collect. So that's, the FAA has not done its job. Yeah. So now they're giving it to the National Telecommunications and Information Administration, which is part of the Commerce Department. I just found out this week that uh, we do have a police agency. The County of Ventura has uh, um, approval to use drones. Then they're using them now, in case anybody cares. If you're listening to the sound of my voice in Ventura County, look out. Also last week, we reported Israel shooting down a drone controlled by Hamas. Hamas later claimed to have developed three types of drones, including two capable of carrying out attacks. The group even posted a a video on YouTube purportedly showing one of the drones seemingly armed with missiles, although experts were skeptical of the drone's real capabilities. Well, you don't know. You just don't know. You just don't know. Also, in Drones in the News, for the second time in just over four months, a judge ruled against the Federal Aviation Administration in a case involving drones. That's why I believe that the National Telecommunications Uh, administration is taking this over. Uh, An appeals court judge said that EQ Search, a Texas-based company that uses drones for search and rescue operations, can legally fly its drones, and that the cease and desist email that the FAA sent the group earlier this year didn't have any legal effects. An email, a cease and desist email. Well, I'm glad to see search and rescue people have yeah, the use of drones. Absolutely. That's a good, we'll, obviously we'll, a good thing. We'll find out about that right now because yeah. I, I put these stories in, in you, kind of a, a, a storytelling you build crescendo. To crescendo. Yeah. Thank you. Also, in Drones in the News, after three fruitless days of extensive searching by authorities, an amateur drone pilot located a missing elderly man in a mere 20 minutes. Oh, my God. David Lesh helped save Guillermo de Venecia an 82-year-old man who had gone missing for three days in Fitchburg, Wisconsin. Wow. Search and rescue teams had been looking for him all that time using helicopters, search dogs, and hundreds of volunteers. But then Les showed up, who owns a ski and snowboard outerwear company in Colorado. He just happened to be passing through town on vacation, volunteered to help using his drone, and found De Venecia in 20 minutes. Wow. Yeah. That's a... Thank you, Nathan Callahan. That is a great story. I think so. 
Thank you. Nice. Th- Thank you, drones. drones. Thank you, drones. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, drone. <laughs> yeah. You've done your. You've done well. And now for domestic oh, news. Okay. We like domestic news. Do we? <laughs> Does Mueller? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he likes it. You like domestic news? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you love me, Mueller? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good boy. He's kind of, he's a little quieter today. I don't exactly know what's going on with him, but he seemed as rambunctious as usual. Well, you know, he got me the chocolates and the flowers. And well, that was and pretty he's nice. feeling my love. Yeah, yeah. A pair of federal appeals courts issued conflicting rulings on the Affordable Care Act. Hmm. On Tuesday, a panel on the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals struck down insurance subsidies in the 36 states that only use federal exchanges. And this was a matter of semantics in this rule. Yeah, it did seem that way. Yeah, this was, it was very apparent what the law was trying to say. Right. But one word was off. And so yeah. Yeah. the Republicans rejoiced because yeah. somebody made a mistake this, when the intent was clear. This, this particular court, the the D.C. Circuit Court, which was not the full court, by the way. Uh, this was three of the nine panel, impaneled judges. And two of the three happened to be Republicans. So there's a feeling that this, and they did seize on this very, as you said, semantical, uh, narrow decision that it yeah. didn't talk about uh, the HHS, which is the uh, Health human, and human Services. Uh, yes, as p- being part of this law, even though that's what Congress intended. Yeah. The feeling is, is that when the full circuit court um he rehears this where there are more democratic appointees on it that this will re- they will reverse this decision yeah and then there was another one that you yeah if allowed to stand the ruling would drastically hike premiums for more than 4.5 million people and gut provisions at the heart of obamacare in a separate ruling hours later the fourth circuit court of appeals in virginia upheld the subsidies yeah the different rulings will likely mean that they go to the Supreme Court. So I don't know if that means it will go to the Supreme Court before the ninth, uh, the uh, the D.C. Circuit Court has a chance to re yeah. reapply the uh, the ruling, but uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we hope they just and I, come at to this their point it's here. becoming kind of a, ba- a, ca- a baked cake at this point, right? Yeah, it's really is the Supreme Court going to overturn all of Obamacare, causing really a very serious political and well, social. And, well, and and a business problem too. Yeah, yeah. The insurance companies have geared this thing up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Congress remains at odds over how to address the influx of 30 or 57,000 migrant children fleeing violence and poverty in Central America. President Obama has requested 3.5 billion to cope with the crisis. A deal appears unlikely before Congress goes on recess at the end of this month. Yeah. Republicans have deemed increased border militarization Demanded, I'm sorry, increased border militarization with our good friend Texas Governor Ricky Perry deploying 1,000 National Guard troops to the border. Yeah. On Tuesday, Homeland Security Secretary of Homeland Security Jay Johnson said the, num- the number of detained migrant children is actually dropping. You know, okay. this is before they yeah. were all these. The Republicans seem hell bent to militarize the border uh, in such a way that. I mean, it, it's essentially a well, demilitarized zone of yeah. some sort. And it's an accident waiting to happen. And it also doesn't hurt the private contractors that feed the Republican Party a lot of yeah. money. For I mean, the, kind of, the, 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 uh, the defense kind yeah, of defense built military exactly. contractors. Um, In the meantime, yeah. there's a lot of people whose uh, businesses are going to be hurt by this. Yeah, oh. yeah. 
<laughs> oh, by the way, I was reading an article about the power of the um, border patrol, border agents, yeah. and apparently they're under the Department of Homeland Security. Yeah, and they can impose very w- sweeping extra what I would call uh, questionable constitutional procedures when they're looking for something or somebody. And it's a, there's a whole article about this they, uh, because there's a, a part of the law that allows the border agents, the border patrol, to extend their jurisdiction 100 miles into the United States. They have that, that sort of swath that runs along the border, which essentially in, it, uh, most of the United States lives within 100 miles of the border of the United of either Canada or, or Mexico the population the population yeah M- the majority live within a hundred miles of those two borders and so the the case that they were making was this is one of those situations where they have uh, several thousand they've added several thousand border agents this is basically a new army within the United States running around with very sweeping as I said questionable constitutional procedures that they can impose if they feel that you are somehow involved in some border related uh um you know activity so it i just thought it was an interesting article that way the obama administration sided with energy developers over environmentalists in other words they snubbed the environmentalists approving the use of underwater blasts of sound to pinpoint oil and gas deposits in federal atlantic ocean waters The regulatory decision is the first step toward what could be an economic transformation in East Coast states, potentially creating a new energy infrastructure, thousands of jobs and billions of dollars in tax revenue. However, 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 yeah, this made people who owe their livelihoods to fishermen and tourism and activists said it stains Barack Obama's environmental legacy, what there is of it. The cannons will substantially increase, these are cannons that are blasting the sound out, substantially increase the noise pollution in Gulf Stream waters shared by whales, dolphins, and turtles, sending powerful sound waves reverberating, reverberating, (laughs) suddenly I become bulky big, (laughs) reverberating through the deep ocean waters every 10 seconds for weeks at a time. That's just... Every 10 seconds. Okay, that cannot be good for the fish... Yeah, for, for anything the, down for there. For anything really. down there. Again, we seem hell-bent on um, breaking up the Earth's core and the Earth's... Whatever, we just seem to be... The new frontier is messing with the landscape. The new, well, the new frontier, I would think, would be alternative energy. It's the old, old oh, I'm so, frontier. Yes, it's thank the, you. You're, you're the right, old oil men who can't really change, who are, right. you know, as right. we said... Uh, million times before that that it is difficult to get a man to understand something when his salary depends upon his not understanding yeah, it and yeah. that's what these guys are about yeah and but i mean you're right you're you're more correct to say it that way but i'm just saying there just seems like we can't just stick a drill bit in in the in the earth anymore and just try to extract oil which is killing the planet let's can you know we have to now start breaking up shale and doing all kinds of crazy things that are going to have this it's going to matter some, someday. It really is. It's really going to hurt us. So. I don't know about you, Mike, but I'm going up he- to heaven. Okay. I'm going to see the Lord, and, and that's where it's at. You mean All, whatever happens to the earth, he gave it to us. Yes. Amen, brother. So thank you, Jesus, it is, for giving us this yeah. earth to soil. To, to absolutely to destroy it. To crap upon. Yeah. Or as 
triumph the insult. Comic Dog says, for me to poop on. <laughs> President Obama has signed an executive order banning workplace discrimination against lesbian, gay, bisexual, transsexual, and questioning people employed by the federal government on firms or firms with federal contracts. Okay. The U.S. death okay. penalty. Okay. Let's talk about this. Wow. That's under new scrutiny. The system. Yes. After yet another botched execution. On Wednesday, Arizona took just under two hours to kill Joseph Wood, sentenced to death for a double murder. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, apparently. I, I, you know, actually, I don't mind these things. I, I think, know. I think I mean, it brings killing to the forefront because we yeah. like to kill people. Yeah. What's the difference? And, we, and a long, slow, painful death. I mean, we like to portray that all the time. It seems to go well in the theaters. Why not just bring it out into reality? Yeah. We do everything else in so reality. So you, you would advocate, you wouldn't mind cameras in the... Uh, in the. Oh, I think they should have a reality TV show about the whole execution. About how they get the guy into the chair yeah, and yeah. all that, have whatever. Yeah, sobbing and wailing and yeah. or whatever he does or flipping yeah. off the camera. Right. Be, be, be great television. We could probably sell a lot of uh, advertising. Pay-per-view. Yeah. I just in this particular case, this gentleman was uh, th this is a uh, pattern that's developed within the states who cannot get the drugs that they used to get because the manufacturer said, We're, this is not a drug that we made so you can kill people with it. Yeah. That, so they've stopped selling it uh, to the United States. So these states are going around essentially going to what they are probably going to are these compound pharmacies, which will put together different elements to try and create what they used to get from this drug company. But they haven't been doing so well. These things have not been really working. And as a result, this particular man, it took him over an hour and a half for him to die. Yeah. And he Gasper was gassed. choked, snorted yeah. after he was injected. Yeah. Uh, this is a two-drug combination. Right. Uh, and a, uh, uh, he was killed after the Supreme Court overturned a lower court ruling that he uh, put the execution on hold. And this but happened in like 24-hour period. Within the too. course of him being injected with this stuff, the, the attorneys realized after about a half an hour that he wasn't going to die. They ran out and filed an appeal to the Supreme Court to stay the execution, to d at least try while to— While he's sitting there gasping While he's for gasping yeah. for it. And then the, and the Supreme Court came back and said, sorry, we're not going to do anything about it. But Talk they had time yeah. to go to a court while this man was dying. Talk about must-see TV. God. Yes. God, that, that would have been would, good. Would, you're that right. That would have been so good. You were, you're absolutely right. Wow. That would have been a ratings buster, right? A ratings bonanza there. But, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in, yeah, 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 yeah. I love you too, Molly. Yeah. In Michigan, the city of Detroit is suspending its mass shutoff of water. That's right, Molly. The thousands of residents for buddies. What's with that boy? In Michigan, the city of Detroit is suspending. Yes. Suspending its mass shutoff of water to thousands of residents for 15 days after mass protests. Since March, Detroit has cut the taps of more than 15,000 households with more than 90,000 others at risk after falling behind on their bills. The pause came as residents filed a lawsuit saying the shutoffs violate constitutional rights. And it's, it's crazy with, uh, with water. We'll get into that a little bit. In fact, we'll get into it right now. All right. Because as you, I've said before, Mike, I, I have yes. set up a structure to these stories. Oh. Yeah, yeah Mahler appreciates that structure. That's right. California officials have ordered an emergency shutdown of 11 oil and gas waste injection sites and a review of more than 100 others in the state's drought-wracked Central Valley out of fear that companies may have been pumping fracking fluids and other toxic waste into drinking water aquifers there. Oh, the I state's Division of Oil 
and gas and geothermal resources. There's two ands in that in that department. I don't know if that sits well with me. <laughs> uh, stated that the waste disposal poses danger to life, health, property, and national natural resources. The action comes as California's agricultural industry copes with a drought crisis that has been has emptied reservoirs and cost the state $2.2 billion this year. Because they're not growing as many crops. Absolutely. The lack of water has forced farmers across the state to supplement their water supply from underground aquifers, right in the place that they're doing the fracking. A new study by NASA and the University of California at Irvine that finds that more than 75% of the water loss in the drought-stricken Colorado River Basin uh, this is a different place, but I just want to bring this up. Uh, since late 2004, it came from underground resources. Yeah. Get that. 75% of the water loss came from underground. So that's bad. We don't know what we have underground, but we were kind of u- hoping that we could use that in emergency situations. Right. But now we find out that we've been been using Tapping it excessively. Yeah. The extent of groundwater loss may pose a greater threat to the water supply of the western United States than previously thought. God. So that doesn't, you know, that's not what we're talking about in the north, in northern California where they're fracking. Right. But just to show you what's going on, that the, our underground water is getting used up. Right. And yeah, yeah so the <laughs> so we're using more than we thought yeah. and then what we do have, we're pouring tainted chemically yeah. um polluted water back into the aquifers. Yep. God. Meanwhile, a California couple who had been underwatering their lawn were ordered by the city of Glendale to restore their green grass under threat of a $500 fine. Is that right? Yeah. Oh. So that would mean the city of Glendora. Is that Glendora or Glendale? I thought you said. Glendora. Glendora, okay. Glendora, yeah. Is filled with idiots. Yes, there are At least their council and their government. How could how can you possibly do that? Well, I know that the uh, board of supervisors in the city of Los Angeles is uh, about to impose fines for people who overwater. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean this is. And coming. you can tell that they're if you drive through certain sections of Los Angeles, you can tell that they're not using the water in a lot of greenbelt areas that they used to. It's pretty obvious. Uh, you know, maybe it's it's something else going on, oh, but that's it, probably right. It's it seems that they're reducing the water and the lawns are turning brown. <sighs> And in Wisconsin, there was a massive mayfly emergence. What this is that, Nathan? Mayflies, little little uh, bugs that live for about a day. Okay. And it, and they they almost hatch immediately after they're they're laid. Really? Yeah, it's it's crazy. They they showed up on radar. They actually showed up. This that emergence many? showed up on radar. Whoa. Millions and millions. I mean, I when they say millions, I think that's a a. a a low count. The slippery goo created by these millions of mayflies is blamed in a three-car pileup in Hager City, Wisconsin. It's that bad. It covers. It's like the plague. It covers everything. That you know these these mayflies. Yeah. A major emergence in 2012 resulted in snowplows being called out to clean up the mess. It wow. Is that, yeah. Whoa. They are, it's thick with bugs. Now, which is kind of cool in a way. And and the cool part about it is that mayflies can't do something like that unless the water supply in other in other words they're in the great lakes so that's what's triggered good yeah oh it's, it's good okay yeah okay that the uh, so it's it's a good clean lake and you get this uh, mayfly emergence oh, well, I, which I just, is a problem i guess 
Well, it, but it's fun. almost a good problem, yeah. like the way you're describing it. I would say, since they call the snowplows, why don't we see what it's like to actually ski on mayflies? It might, <laughs> might, might, be. A, might be a good deal. <laughs> yep. Uh, oh, boy. And you got anything else for us? Uh, well, that's it. That's all I got. Really? Yeah. You don't have anything? Oh, shoot. I mean, I'm just so used to it. I can, yeah. I can, I can bail out right now. Uh, let's see. There was something. Good news. I'll yeah. call it good news. A, a, a jury in Florida has ordered the second largest cigarette maker in the United States to pay $23.6 billion in punitive damages to the widow of a smoker who died from lung cancer. Now, I'm of two minds with this. I think it's good news that the that the cigarette manufacturers are being held accountable. And the chances are that this woman will not see a dime or whoever filed the lawsuit. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it becomes kind of an a, a exercise for attorneys at some level, yeah. This the, these kind of things. But it's good to hear that they are being held accountable for lying to the American public for 35, 40 years. Uh, that's, that's yeah, but I'm how long? How long? They're I not agree. lying anymore. I, at this point, They're we not, not know. Well, I mean, if you don't you know, know, you're an idiot. Right. No, I, I agree. I'm just, like I said, I'm of two minds, but I'm glad yeah. to hear that a jury is still willing to tell them who are now gearing up for e-cigarettes and all this I other stuff. I just think it's too easy. Yeah. Why doesn't a jury line up and, and, and find that, that, you know, something about GMOs? Yeah, well, yeah, you know, uh, yeah. find something destructive about all the, you know, the the crap that they spray into the air. Right. Well, no, and uh, but, and, and, and all the, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know I do. But well, let me just let me just figure. It's this. because we can pick on tobacco safely. Well, now they become the, yeah, the easy target. Scapegoat for everything that that makes liberals feel all sweet and oozy inside because they did something. Well, but except let me say the, yeah. that the e-cigarettes have become the new thing. And they haven't been properly tested. It's kind of a it's deja vu it's, when it comes to what cigarette manufacturers so what? are saying. Well, right, it's you still and I, tobacco. It's we still, know you. You and I know this. That's true. But it's being sold as some the safe alternative to smoking, and we know people believe this. So I, I'm with you most of the way. I just think it's good that cigarette manufacturers are I still being held accountable. I never thought it was accountable. a safe alternative to smoking. I just thought it was that it didn't bother people as much. Uh, I've seen things where it's. I've heard it said the safe alternative to cigarettes. Now that's yeah. what I. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah, so, yeah, all right. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's not like I like smokers, Mike. But I understand. No, I mean, I'm, I, 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 like I, a... I, I love smokers. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, okay. a Seattle man burned down his own house while trying to kill a spider with a makeshift blowtorch. <laughs> I'm pretty sure," said the fire department spokesperson. <laughs> The spider did not survive. 